Hello, friend, and welcome to the Live Your Legacy podcast with Chelsea Quint, where we are committed to talking all things conscious business, doing well by doing good, spiritual practice, spirituality, folding in spirituality into day-to-day existence, and being your own healer. I'm stoked to have you here. Hello, and welcome back to Live Your Legacy. So, I want to, I want to, I'm going to talk about selling today. I've talked about it on the podcast before, and the reality is A, I'm always learning and growing. B, the industry is, when I say the industry, I refer to the one I'm in. But it's true, I would say, of all of industries. Um, Industries are always changing, evolving. What consumers are aware of is changing and evolving. Thank God. Um, So there's some updates. And see, honest to goodness, there are still so many people. Raise your hand if this is you. Um, There's still so many people who still fucking struggle with selling even though you've maybe taken a course maybe you've taken you've probably taken a course that had something to do with soulful selling i try try so hard not to call out specific courses um but that whole term soulful selling selling from your soul i bought into it right it's the same it, it i i would argue it's the same as the charge what you're worth conversation where on the very surface level, it sounds kind of like cute and sexy and compelling, right? Like, yeah, women's empowerment. I am, I am worth charging what I'm worth. I'm worth a lot. I deserve to charge more. No more undercharging. No more giving things away for free. I deserve it, right? Sounds kind of compelling. Charge what you're worth until we look at it and are like, hmm, <laughs> I don't think that term means what we think it means. And what does it actually mean to embody that? The same goes with soulful selling, selling from your soul, selling from your heart, selling from all of these things. Are the folks who are talking about that and teaching on that living it and embodying it? Or are they spirit watching, washing, light washing, love and light washing, similar, same old marketing tactics that are inherently rooted in some manipulation, rooted in creating FOMO, rooted in scarcity, FOMO. <laughs> this I've, I'm asked this periodically. So in case you don't know, let's not assume fear of missing out, right? This idea, this pressure of Ooh, I have to buy it now because if I don't, then I don't know if it'll be offered again. I don't know. Um, and unfortunately, so many marketers, business coaches, teachers are saying things like, I sell from intuition, I sell from my heart, I sell from my soul, when actually the tactics they are embodying, practicing, teaching are 
replaying some or borrowing from or really similar to a lot of the same old funky, funky, funky tactics that give people the squirms. So at any rate, and I feel um, I'm not really of two minds here, but I sort of sometimes feel like I am because when I when I speak out about marketing and all the things funky about marketing, I do sometimes get questions of like, wait, 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 but like, what if I, what if it does feel aligned for to charge $5,000? What if I do want to charge five grand? What if I do want to sell things? Like, and I'm, so I need to be really, really, really clear. I am not anti-selling. I'm about to, I'm about to invite you into something I'm selling right fucking now. I'm not anti-selling. I am not anti-high ticket prices. I'm not anti-investment. I'm not, I'm not anti any of that. What I am against is, I mean, I'm definitely against saying you're selling soulfully when you're actually just using the same tactics that have been a little bit light washed. That I'm against. I'm against manipulation. I am against unethical marketing. And that is what I've spent the last mm, at least year and a half, maybe. I mean, longer, really, the entire time I've been in my business, I've been questioning things. But I did absolutely fall into I've I've bought some soulful selling courses or like intuitive selling or whatever, right? Like I've bought those programs, I've hired those coaches and bought into the hype of like, oh, wait, okay, is this, is this okay? And realize like I have done manipulative marketing. I'm not going to bullshit you. I, I have because I didn't, th- the closest thing I could find to a better way was soulful selling, selling with integrity, whatever the like language is. And I, you know, I suppose I probably have picked up on some better things, but the reality is until you take a really solid look at the foundation and the origin of marketing and advertising and sales um, and do some unlearning around all of the things that you have experienced to your, to this, up to this point in your life, until you do that, it's going to be quite challenging. And even after you do that, it's going to be quite challenging to completely take the manipulation out, completely take any of the tactics out. And the reality is the world of online business is a baby. It is in its infancy. Marketing is a way older industry. Advertising is a way older industry. Sales is a way older industry. Online business is quite new. In the grand scheme of things, it is quite new and especially online business in the age of Instagram, in the age of influencers, in the age of some people with X, like with, in the age of having a certain number of followers, it creates an instant sense of like veracity, legitimacy, validity, right? Like if some, some, if someone who doesn't know me comes to my page and sees I have, I don't know, 7,000 some odd followers on Instagram, 
And then they go look at another coach, a business coach who has 25,000 followers on Instagram or 15,000, right? Or 500,000. There is an immediate unconscious or subconscious bias that says like, oh, wait, this other person with 500,000 or 50,000 or 20,000, they might be like, they might be better than Chelsea. Maybe I should hire them, right? But there's no, I could rant about this for days. There's no veracity check to that. Those are vanity metrics. Anyway, in the age of Instagram followers or how many six-figure launches you've had under your belt equating to perceived value, we're already playing into manipulative marketing. We're already experiencing it. We're already, like, we're already there. But the reality is most online business creators, owners, people in this space I'll say many. I don't know about most. I'll say many. All of the ones, all or almost all of the ones that I originally learned from, looked up to, like used as my templates, didn't come into the space to be marketers. And odds are, if you're listening, you also probably didn't come into the space to be a marketer. You started your online business or you are starting your online business or you want to start your business online or otherwise because you wanna be a practitioner of whatever the the thing is that you do. You wanna help people, you wanna create transformations, you want to share this medicine or wisdom or story or experience that you've had. You probably didn't come into the space to be a marketer, so you're gonna look to someone else who claims to know things about marketing. So many people in the online business world know things about marketing in the online business world, not the fucking history of marketing, which is why we end up with this regurgitated, manipulative bullshit, unethical, unethical marketing. I'm going to call it what it is. And let me be clear, that does not mean people engaging in unethical marketing are bad people. They may very well be incredible practitioners. They might get good results for their people. Their people might be happy or a majority of their people might be happy. But if you are engaging in unethical marketing practices, I mean, I believe there is a cost to that, a sole cost, a cost that some of your people are not going to be happy. Now, can we make everyone happy? No. But if we engage in more ethical marketing practices, for the most part, I can think of two people off the top of my head who I know have been unhappy and it was not because of my unethical marketing practices Um, or my unethical any practices. It was, yeah, it was ultimately, it was other reasons, whatever. This is not about that. If you want, I'm, I'm an open book, happy to answer questions and I will not hide the times that I've had whatever funkiness between clients. I won't ever hide that, but that is not what this is about. On the other hand, in on the other side of this rant is, again, this reminder that I am not anti-selling. I am not anti-marketing. I am actually extremely pro those things because if you are going to choose to stay 
engaged in our society, our planet, the way that it is, you need to make money. If you want to support the things that you want to do in another way, if you want to work a an office job, a more quote unquote normal job, and you want to do it, or you want to like bartend or work at a coffee shop, great. And you want to do this other thing not as your main source of living income, awesome. But if you want to make this the thing that you do, whatever your this is, if you want to make it the thing that you do so you can afford a place to live, pay for whatever it is that you want, live the kind of lifestyle that you want, you have to sell. You have to become a marketer. You have to become a salesperson. You have to become a social media. I mean, that's not true. Fuck that. You don't have to use social media. There's another episode there. there. Yeah, you don't have to use social. If you choose to use social, though, you have to know social, like, social media. It's required. It just is. But it doesn't have to be gross. It doesn't have to be spammy. It doesn't have to be salesy. It can be ethical, period. You can put people over profit and have that decision be very prosperous for you. Mm, a A good alliteration. You can put people over profit and still have that be a prosperous decision for you. This feels important. So in in an, in a recent podcast episode, I shared um, information about what I was selling at the business at the excuse me at the beginning of the podcast episode, and I was having a conversation with someone um, who I have a relationship with over on Instagram, and who also listens to the show, and they shared that. They liked how we were talking about like manipulative marketing and they are someone who has felt really squirrely. Like whenever they feel like they're being sold to, it feels off. It, they, it doesn't feel good. Um, hopefully I'm not putting words in their mouth. That feel, I, I think that feels like a fairly representative um, of what they've shared with me and they've given me permission to share this. Um, they're very averse to sales and marketing tactics. We'll leave it there. And they shared that they liked that I mentioned the pitch at the beginning, which I meant to do here, but we're 15 minutes in now. And so it goes, um, better business school. If you're jamming with the way that I teach, the way that I talk about things, better business school is the link's going to be in the show notes, chelseaquint.com slash business dash school. Honestly, if I were charging competitively on what the industry charges, it would be a $2,000 to $5,000 program. It's extremely not that. And it's a choose-your-own-adventure business school. You can come to one of the lectures. You can come to all of the lectures. You can add on group coaching when you need it. I want to put the power back in your hands. Not the pressure for you to decide what the right decision is. If you're curious send me a message. If you don't know what the best choice is, cool. But if you want to learn all the things I know about ethical marketing rooted in the history of marketing, rooted in study of the study of the field of marketing, 
um, and not just online business. If you want to develop more confidence, want to understand how to think like a business owner, act and feel and be like a business owner so that you're not just cop cookie cuttering, copycatting what you've seen work before or someone else's template, but able to be innovative and develop your own templates. If you want to bring a really potent product or service to market, if you want to bring consistency into your income, if you want to have compelling content, if you want to feel less reactive and triggered by the rejection and low engagement and the stuff that is inevitable in business, those are some of the things that we're covering in Better Business School. You can register for the entire series or drop in to the ones that you feel you feel led to. So Better Business School is a better way of teaching business, <laughs> as well as a better way of doing business, as well as you learning a better way of doing business. So we start um, on Thursday. So if you are listening to this the week that it comes out, we start very soon. I know we're all busy humans. Yes, it will be recorded. Yes, all of the things. Um, but if you are curious, this first workshop, first uh, lecture is going to be really potent and kind of the... The first two lectures are really foundational pieces that a lot of business owners are missing that lead to burnout, that lead to you feeling out of alignment with your business, even if you're making the money down the line, feeling like, wait, what am I doing? Is this an alignment? Am I? Ooh. And feeling insecure about your business, disconnected to your business, unfulfilled by your business. This first workshop in particular, which is happening Thursday, is mwah, molto bene. So this person, circling back to Instagram, shared with me that they liked that I had shared the pitch earlier in the episode so that they didn't get to the end of the episode and feel like, did I listen to this whole thing? Was I being sold to this whole time? And it was interesting because it gave it, it, that piece of feedback led me to this kind of other side of my ranty self where I get really lit up when people feel angry or frustrated or bitter or like feel negatively toward me or at me or toward my podcast or whatever, or anyone, anyone who's selling something. I get really fired up by folks being frustrated about being sold to. Because let me be clear, I am selling to you. I am. I'm, there is no, like this podcast is a marketing, is a part of my marketing plan. It is a part also of my impact plan. But for me, in the Better Business School way, they are, they are one and the same. This is a part of my desire to make a difference in the way business online business is taught and done and built as well as a way for me to make a difference to my husband's ability to not work seven days a week chef life he works ridiculous hours right like I am not I am not hiding the fact that I am selling to you I am marketing to you what I am not doing, though, is trying to manipulate you. 
And I think this is, this is really at the crux of what I want to invite you to consider. I'm not going to try to tell you to understand it, whatever. I want to invite you to consider a new definition of selling and marketing. What if selling and marketing is not manipulating you into paying me or paying anyone? What if selling and marketing is not me trying to convince you of something you need, me trying to convince you of of anything? What if selling and marketing is me or anyone or you helping someone make a decision about what comes next for their life or their business or their health or whatever, their identity. What if that's it? I am not here trying to convince you of anything. I am here trying to tell you what I know, help you, by telling you what I know about marketing, about what's fucked up about marketing, about probably some of the reasons that if you if you have felt squirrely about marketing or being sold to or whatever, telling you some of the reasons why in the online business space it's so prolific, even when people are saying they are selling spiritually or selling soulfully or selling intuitively, whatever. I want to give you the information And then I'm also going to give you the information about, hey, yeah, this is what I do for a living. I am not apologetic about that. I have really great information. Does a part of me want to give all of it away for free? Yes. Frankly, have I given a lot of it away for free? Absolutely. It's just in a messier package and like, did you happen to watch my Instagram story on that day or read that post or see it because of the algorithm or have you pieced together every podcast and taken it into action? Like, I am not ever sitting here thinking like, ooh, what's just the right piece of information that I can give them in the podcast or send in that email to get them to want more? Like, I am never doing that. I am never holding back in my free content because I'm like, ooh, what if they, now they won't buy from me. I'm never doing that. And at the same time, I know the value of being in a container with me. I know that a value of it. I have a lot of receipts for it from the last four years of helping people transform their lives and then their businesses. So it felt like an important piece to drop into because one of one of the reasons I'm pretty sure I've shared this in probably every episode recently I over the last 6 to 8 months got really close to not doing any business coaching anymore got really close to not doing any to to not running my business like I got close to considering like going back and looking for a job or trying to do some consulting. Like I got close to looking for other stuff because of a lot of the bullshit and manipulation that happens in online business and the like cool kids club and the, all the things that I don't like about it. 
And I processed that sacred rage and have turned it back into better business school, have turned it back into how can I make it different? And one of the reasons that I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to come back. I'm going to keep doing shit is that so many great practitioners are crap marketers and don't know, haven't been taught how to think like a business owner, like an executive. That doesn't mean how to think like an asshole, though it can. That's not what I mean. So many amazing, amazing, amazing practitioners are stuck in this shame spiral that then maybe leads to judgment of self or judgment of other people or both that leads to the scroll, that leads to you making impulse shiny object decision purchases when someone pushes your right buttons because they're a better marketer than you are. So many of the people who you get jealous of, who you envy, who you've purchased from, maybe they are better practitioners than you. Maybe they have more experience. I don't know. But what I know for sure is that they're probably a better marketer than you. And they may very well not be a better practitioner than you. So you learning how to market, I don't want to say like, is a high service, is the spiritual thing to do, like, because that's the same love and light bullshit that's, that's kept our, that's kept online business blech, locked in the same manipulative paradigms. So I'll say you becoming a marketer a better marketer, an ethical marketer. That's what I'm here for. <clears throat> and if you if you are not going to give up and you're going to keep having this dream of, I want to run a business, I want to make a difference, I want entrepreneurship. If you're not going to give up on that dream, please, for the love of God, learn marketing, learn sales, and learn them from someone. It doesn't have to be me. If you don't resonate with me, I can send you, I can, I can think of some other folks who are doing it and I can send you their way. Um, please learn from someone like practice discernment. It shouldn't be the, the onus should not fall purely on customers and consumers, but for now in the online business industry, it's kind of gonna, <laughs> um, and and please join me, join me, whether in speaking out against things, in joining me to learn in better business school, in learning from someone else, like, please join me in a movement toward ethical marketing, a movement toward shifting what happens in the online business, a movement toward practicing discernment around, does this person who's saying, I sell spiritually, I sell with integrity, I sell soulfully, does that feel true or is that good marketing? And when I say good marketing in this moment, I mean something that is going to make you purchase. <laughs> Pause. Hey, if you want to send me, I'm not here. <laughs> One of the reasons I've avoided talking about this is that I don't, I am not here to complain about something without trying to change it. That's why I made better business school. 
that's why I've spent the last eight months studying marketing and studying ethics and studying different economic systems um, is so that I could actually walk my talk and do things differently and be very fucking transparent with you about the way that I do things. If you have questions, if you're like, hey, why did you do it this way? Cool, great. Let's talk about it. Ask me. Um, if you see something that you're like, mm, that felt a little pressury. Okay, tell me, send me a DM. Um, because until we start asking questions, getting curious about, hmm, why do I want to buy this thing? What, what need or desire or low self-worth or insecurity or pain point is this poking? And do I feel like this person is like actually doing something ethical? The person, the brand, the marketing team, the copywriter, whoever behind this, what's going on here? Because there are a lot, I have taken a lot of programs and consumed a lot of content that says that it's a goddamn wolf in sheep's clothing is what it is. It says, I'm a sheep, I'm a sheep, I'm a sheep. And then it's not. And then it's like, hey, here's, uh, let me teach you a marketing program that's rooted in doing what feels good and doing in, and following your intuition and following your heart because what's on your heart was is there from the divine and it can't be wrong. I'm not saying I disagree with those statements. I'm saying that when that is spoken and then fear of missing out tactics, artificial scarcity tactics are thrown in or are taught. I'm a, I'm a, I think that's a little bit of a wolf in sheep's clothing. I've, I've been saying this for as long as I can remember in teaching marketing. I've been saying this for a while that one of the things that I really want to do when I teach marketing and aspire to do is tell you everything I know. I am not going to like hide the scarcity tactics and FOMO tactics. I'm going to tell you so you can make a decision about what is ethical and integrous for you. We can talk, we're going to talk about product launch formula and these, the like early bird pricing and why people do early bird pricing and, um, why people do payment plans that cost more than if you pay in full, like that's one of the pieces about thinking like a CEO, thinking like a business owner is understanding the why behind it and being able to make decisions that are in alignment with your values, with who you want to be, who you want your business to be, who, what you want your business to be. <laughs> Maybe our businesses are whose. So better business school, y'all, it has sliding scale. You can get into a single workshop between for between $35 if you are on the um, lower end of the sliding scale. Sliding scale is financial privilege-based. It's not a donation-based. It's based on privilege. So this is I, I set this up because accessibility is important to me. Um, and a lot of times business coaching is a uh, luxury item. Um, that's, that's a conversation for another day. So a single workshop is between $35 and $100, depending on where you fall based on your financial privilege on the scale 
all details about that um, are on the are on the page linked in the show notes. Um, it should be easy for you to figure it out. I know sliding scale can feel a little overwhelming. If you have questions, please ask me. Um, I'm happy to answer them. Uh, or if you want to join the whole series, uh, it's between $280 on the low end of the sliding scale and $800 on the high end of the scale. By the end of Better Business School, you can expect to have at least one really solid, valuable, incredible product or service that you can offer to the world. You can expect to understand how to think and make business decisions strategically, intuitively, that are in alignment with your values. So thinking, feeling, acting like a CEO instead of having to go and borrow someone else, what someone else has done before every time, not having to reinvent the wheel. (laughs) I want you to understand how to think like a business owner so you don't have to, so you don't constantly feel like you have to go hire someone else. That's what I want for you. Break the codependent coaching cycle. I'm here for it. Um, you can also expect to, I should have had my, my list pulled up of what the, um, what my learning and coaching objectives are for those who go through the entirety of phase one. Have that really robust product or service that you feel really confident and clear messaging and selling. You're gonna be so clear with what it is who it's for so that you can ethically market and sell your stuff in a way that deeply resonates with your clients and customers. Um, You're going to have a lot more of a grounded understanding of what ethical marketing and selling is um, and how to do it. You will overall feel more confident. You'll have tools, practices, rituals, support structures in place for the moments when it feels like you can't even, when you feel like you're being rejected, when it feels like you're talking and no one's paying attention, when it feels like you're selling something that you know is amazing, but like, why won't people listen to you? You're going to have support and infrastructure set up to help you in that space. Um, you're going to understand how to create consistency and get off of the feast famine roller coaster of like, Ooh, I did something and I put it all out there and Oh my God, I got a client for, and I have, may have, $1,000 or $3,000 or $500, Ooh. or I sold a product and it worked. And then going down, 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 down into months of despair. Um, so understanding how to create consistency that is sustainable. It's a lot. It's a, ro- it's a really, really, really robust um, program. That is phase one. I am also in the process of developing the curriculum for phase two. So if you go through phase one, in theory, you'll be ready for phase two to grow into um, to grow into more of the revenue goals that you want to start creating some systems, maybe to start considering what does it look like to hire support, like in the form of a team, um, bringing in some more automation, uh, taking some of the logistical things off of your plate. At any rate, that's not ready yet. Phase two isn't ready yet. Phase one is going to be amazing. Um, yeah. If you have queries, it's a choose your own adventure. You can join for one workshop. You can join for the whole series. You have the options to add on um, offerings workshops where I'm going to workshop your offering, give you really detailed in-depth feedback so that it's really strong by the time you start selling it. 
and you feel really clear and confident about it, you have the option to add on group coaching. You can join, add one session if you want. You can add eight sessions if you want. You have a lot of options to customize this program so that it meets you where you're at. So link is in the show notes or you can head to chelseaquint.com slash business dash school if it feels interesting to you. If it doesn't, great. <laughs> I'm, And if you reach out, please know I am not going to pressure you. This kind of container can work and do wonders for you in actually starting a goddamn business or actually creating consistency, actually getting to that first, like, I am here, this can work, I've made it. It can really support you in doing that if you can show up for it, if you can feel good about the investment, if you can feel good about me as your facilitator, as your coach, as your teacher. Um, And if not, great. Please, please don't, please don't hire me. Please don't join us if you're not going to be able to implement and move things forward. Because if you are able to do those things, things could be really, our last class is going to take place, I believe, in early April. And you could, you could have a very, very, very different business by then. Okay. I can't wait. To hear from you if you I can't wait to hear from you if you have questions about this episode and selling if you have questions about better business school um it's gonna be great everything is gonna be great thank you for listening as always if this was supportive it would mean the world to me if you would share it excited to hear from you and I will talk to you soon This is the Live Your Legacy outro. Thank you, thank you, thank you for hanging with me on the podcast. It brings me so stinking much joy. As always, your listening, your time is so greatly appreciated. And if this was valuable to you, please help us spread the word by rating and reviewing the podcast on Apple Podcasts, if that is where you listen, or by sharing across any of your social media platforms, email someone who would benefit from this. Any way that you feel called to share helps us so very much. Make sure you check the show notes to grab any links or resources from this week's episode, and we will chat with you soon.